Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. And I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down and chatting with Mandy Thomas all the way from Canada. She is a money coach who helps people to really take control of their financial situation, end anxiety and succeed at budgeting. This conversation opened up so many light bulb moments and I know it's going to give you a lot of tips that you can take away to give your money situation an overhaul and to feel confident and empowered to move forward with your financial situation. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio, and I am so excited to be chatting today with Mandy Thomas. She is a money coach, and she helps people to pay off debt, stop struggling, and she supports people to really achieve their goals with their finances. So thank you so much for chatting with me today, Mandy. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. Excellent. And so tell our listeners, where are you in the world right now? I am at Milestone, Saskatchewan, which is just outside Regina. Excellent. Thank you. So that's kind of where in in the States, whereabouts is that regionally? So it's in Canada and we're kind of in the Prairie Provinces. So we're not on either of the coasts. Most people think of Vancouver and Toronto and we're kind of in the middle there. You were so polite then because I totally said states, but I meant to say Canada and thank you for not ripping my head off for saying that. <laughs> so <laughs> Good. So, so this is a really important conversation and so many of the listeners that listen to Relaunch My Life Radio, they're at those turning points in their lives where they've got to make some big decisions. Maybe it's, you know, starting their own business or, you know, finish ending a relationship or, or just jumping out into something unknown. And I know that financial fear is something that can really hold people back. So talk to me first of all, a little bit about why you got into this line of work and and how that journey really started for you. Absolutely. So it was kind of by accident, I guess you could say. I grew up in a family where we didn't have a lot growing up. There was a lot of financial scarcity. And so from a young age, I became a really great money manager because I knew I didn't have very much. I had to take care of the money that I did have. So as I got older, I managed my money really well. I went to school. I got a job as a power engineer. I went to school for that. And I was doing really well. I was in my mid-20s. I didn't have any debt. And I had a six-figure income. So most people would consider that a huge success. But behind the scenes, I had so much anxiety because I grew up with not a lot. And I basically took that same mindset from when we were kids into my adult life. And I kept replaying that, that scenario over and over again, the, the scarcity. And so even though I was doing really good and most people would have, um, been so happy to be in my position. I didn't feel abundant and it led to a ton of anxiety, a lot of health problems because I didn't tell anyone about it. Cause back then I felt like nobody was opening up about money and it felt really taboo. And also I felt like when I was making six figures that other people would be really upset that I felt the way I did. So I kept it inside. It caused a lot of digestive problems, which led to a lot of sleep problems and a lot of anxiety, which 
for me turned into uh, stress eating. And so I realized that I wasn't, I didn't want to be a power engineer anymore. And I wanted to do something to help people with things I had struggled with. So I went to school for actually holistic nutrition. I left my six figure income and went back to school. But while I was in school, I learned about the stress connection. And it was so amazing hearing how the stressors in our life when we're not managing them well, how they come out in, in our health and how they can come out as anxiety, as stress eating, as adrenal fatigue. And I went, oh my God, this is what I need to talk to people about. I had the managing money really, really well. And I went through my own money mindset journey because that's what I needed to heal for myself. And that's what I did. And when I overcame my binge eating, which I thought I would struggle with forever, I realized how I needed to help help people with their finances, but at a much deeper level, instead of just talking about debt and talking about money, I needed them to realize how a lot of the struggles they're having in their life for mental health and physical health can really be related to that. And by attending to your finances that you can completely change your health and your, your entire quality of life. Because I went from being so, so sick and needing to sleep every single afternoon and all the doctors telling me I was fine when I wasn't, I was very, very ill to living a life with so much energy. I never knew I would have again that I just went, you know what, this is exactly what I was put here on this earth to do. And this is why I had these struggles. So I began coaching women and couples with their finances. And it's definitely the reason that I'm here. Hmm. Isn't it beautiful that the things that we struggle with, they end up being what, what our purpose is and, and what our passion is. And it's hard at the time, but on the other end, you just know, oh, that's why I went through all that pain and, 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 you know, not knowing where to go. So it's beautiful that you're now putting this into you know, why you're on this planet. And, and I think what you talked about, you know, you're so right. Like, we need to feel safe with our finances to feel safe in our life. And, and why do you think there's such a big link between, you know, obviously you talked about the stress connection, but between binge eating, between anxiety and, and then the financial side of things, especially for women as well. So we are definitely very emotional people and we don't realize that when we aren't talking about how we feel in our lives, that it is going to come out in another area of our life. So when we try to bottle those things up that we think, you know, are taboo or we're, you know, we're not supposed to talk about money because maybe that's what our parents told us or that's what society told us. Our body is going to find a coping mechanism. It is going to find something to channel that negative energy that is now stored in our body. And for some people, it comes out as um, overspending. So that's a very common one for women that they they don't talk about it. So they go and they overspend because they're trying to meet that internal need with something externally. And that's what I was doing with food. And there's actually a correlation to people who have are struggling with their money, specifically debt and their eating habits. Because when you're struggling with something internally, you're not talking about it, you will try and find that external thing to try and, you know, give you that dopamine feeling and just to make you feel better. And what, you know, food is comfort for so many of us. So that is one of the first things that we'll turn to. Yeah, you're so right. And I remember reading something a few years ago that said that when women feel unsafe, they instinctually will eat because primal days, if we thought there was a war or a famine happening, we would need to build our bodies up with reserves so that we could feed our young. And and it's still a very primal instinct to, oh, okay, there's fear, there's something happening. I need to make sure that I'm going to be okay to get through the winter. You know, it's, it's, it's also a very ingrained thing in that way. So totally very, very interesting. So then when, when you, when people are also feeling fear of uncertainty of maybe quitting their job and starting a business on top of that and having then the 
the thought of an inconsistent income, that then makes it 10 times worse, right? It, it absolutely does, yes. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with the person. Like this all makes sense. And I think you're right. Like people feel like there's something wrong with them and they'll try and hide it and pretend like things are fine. But but talking about it, why do you think people aren't, aren't comfortable talking about it? Like do you think it's because they don't think there's anything anyone else can do to help them? Or what do you think? I think, I think it definitely has to do with the conditioning from society that, you know, we're not supposed to talk about it or talking about money would make us greedy or just the feelings associated with how other people would perceive us opening up. And then also what comes into play too is a lot of people have shame and guilt around what they would call money mistakes, but I personally call money experiences. So they feel embarrassed about maybe a decision they made that looking back now wasn't the best decision. So they don't want to, they don't want to talk about it and they feel really shameful about it. So they just think, you know what, if I just keep really, really quiet and don't say anything, then I won't feel any more pain, but it's just like a marriage. If you aren't communicating in your marriage, it's going to head south. And it's the same thing with your money. If you're not communicating about your money and you don't have someone to help you with it, by reaching out and being courageous and saying, you know what, I am struggling and I'm ready to open up. That's when you're able to get that help. But when you stay on that in keeping quiet about it, nobody's able to help you because a lot of people don't know you're going through it. And that was my experience was nobody would have known that anything had to do with money for me because like I said, I was making a six figure income and I didn't have any debt. So from an outside perspective, everything looked perfectly fine, but it really wasn't. Mm. And that, that, that external people giving off the impression that everything's fine, especially with like external purchases and having the latest clothes and handbags and cars and things like that. People would be surprised that underneath perhaps there's for other people, you know, a lot of debt and, and things like that too. So, so then where does debt come into play? So if you were in a position where you didn't have any debt and you'd, you'd manage your money well, but you still had the anxiety. But then on top of that, if people have got a lot of debt and they're wanting to, to change and turn around their situation, what advice? do you have? So the first thing I would say is start small and start with what you can do right now. A lot of people, when they have a lot of debt, they feel really overwhelmed. They feel like they just can't make progress forward because they feel like they're just in a really crappy situation that's going to be really hard to get out of. So what you need to do is you really need to take your situation to just break it down into chunks of what you can do right now. Like what can you do today, not six months from now, and really just starting to change your habits because you need to realize that In order to change your situation, you need to do something differently. You need to do something you've never done before, because if you keep doing the same habits, if you keep with the same mindset, you are going to stay in that situation. So you need to be okay with change. That's the first thing you need to forgive yourself for what has happened in the past. And really you can't keep dwelling on what has happened. You really need to think about the mindset of moving forward and just what can I do right now today and taking those small steps? Cause it's a lot easier to start doing things when you break it down, instead of feeling like it's this gigantic elephant, you need to just do really small things, but they make the big difference in the end. Definitely. And I guess that could be where people get trapped is they feel like, well, it's, it's too big a situation. So I'm just going to ignore it and I'm going to go and spend some money and feel better. And and then it just perpetuates the cycle and and makes it worse. So, so then what do you do when you sit down and you, you do a coaching session, you obviously, you know, explore some of their, their childhood and their beliefs and, and what they've experienced as well around money. Absolutely. So we do two aspects. We do like the strategy part of your actual numbers of where you're at, because I need to know financially what everything looks like. We need to really have 
um, the total picture there. So I look at that, but then the other half is the mindset side of things. So how did you grow up? How do you perceive your financial situation? You know, different blocks that you may have. A lot of women have a block of receiving money. They feel really uncomfortable, but they don't even actually realize that, that they're, that they are repelling money. So we do both sides because you absolutely need both, both parts. Like I said before, I was really good at the managing part, but the mindset was not there. And you definitely, you need to have the two woven together. So So we start with the one and then we add the mindset as well. And the reason that we start with really looking at your numbers is because I want everyone to get kind of what I call quick wins. When you see that your finances are improving, then it's just like the mindset side starts to open up more because they may be really closed off at first. But once they've seen that they've made a few um, changes in their finances and they're going the right way, then they're more open to really thinking that their mindset actually has a huge part in improving their financial situation. It, I mean, it's everything, isn't it? I mean, what you're thinking is what you're creating and what you keep bringing to yourself. So without clearing the mindset side of things, the strategy, it, it's likely to just get sabotaged or, or not be stuck to on a long-term basis. And I think what you said before about they're not money mistakes, they're money experiences. You know, if if people listening to this feel like they've made some bad decisions, you know, as long as you've learned from them, then they're actually not bad decisions. They're, they're experiences, right? And it's just if, if people are ignoring those or sweeping them under the rug and not talking about them and feeling guilty about them, they might repeat them and and keep those habits going on. So I think, you know, that this is all such important advice. So then what are some sort of common mistakes that you see people make or, or, or common patterns that you see with the clients that you work with? A lot of people are taking advice from people who are in the same situations as themselves or in a worse situation. Wow. And so those, yeah, those that's, people, that's big. <laughs> and, and it's very, very common. So those people, they don't have the mindset that this person is trying to achieve. And then they also don't have the skills and the financial habits. So you need to be looking at people who are in a place that you want to be. So people who have that mindset, people who are establishing, they have those habits really, really well, and they have those skills. So the mindset piece is very, very different from someone who feels abundant versus someone who is very, very scarce. And if you take information from them, it's going to actually cause you to fall into a further, a worse situation. So that is the first thing that I see that's super common. Yeah, very interesting. And and so then what are you then, when you work with a client, what do you notice the, the sort of patterns are with the breakthroughs and, and what do you see then around the individual in gaining more confidence in one area? Does it have a ripple effect in other areas of their life? Absolutely. So I will answer that in two parts. So most people come to me because they really want to improve their finances, but they don't realize how it is such a ripple effect and how anxiety starts to reduce their relationship starts to improve. And a lot of people aren't willing to open up and say how their relationship is affected by it. And, but then later they'll tell you how things have improved with their spouse or with their partner. But another thing that's really big is energy. When we are feeling scarce and when we're feeling stressed about our finances, that takes such a huge energetic toll and it just steals our our energy from us. And so we feel like our quality of life is a little bit lower. And when they start to have these wins with their finances and they start improving and, and their confidence around money improves, their confidence with just their bodies and themselves starts to improve and really their whole life, their mental and physical health completely starts to change. And it's something that they really weren't 
expecting, like they wanted it to happen, but they had no idea how it could actually, their, their life could just look so different after improving their finances. And then their, their self-worth as well, I could imagine would just lift as well. I mean, I know for myself in the last few years as well and being self-employed, just that up and down income that you can have in having your own business, it's it's an interesting roller coaster ride and one that I don't know a lot of people could handle. You know, it's it's very different to getting a set paycheck every fortnight. But I noticed as well that in the beginning, you know, I I I had to do a lot of clearing on on what money actually meant and where my self-worth ended and money began and, and kind of disconnecting those two things and, and making it not not the same situation. So what do you what do you think about self-worth and what you've noticed in the in the clients and if, if they're valuing themselves more and feeling more confident as well around money, how that impacts that? There is a definite correlation there. So I see a lot of women who their self, when their self-worth and their self-esteem, when it's a lot lower, I see a lot more financial problems because they, they don't feel as worth it. Like a lot of the women want their financial situations to be improved or they want to work, um, earn a certain amount a year or have a certain amount of clients for people who are self-employed, but they just don't quite fully believe that they are deserving of that. So they are not, you know, it's a mirror. That's what's happening in their life is that's what they believe. So that is what they are getting. So as they start to improve their finances and I start to really work on the mindset side and telling them they are worthy and deserving of everything that they, that they desire. And they don't have to feel uncomfortable about anything it is that they desire in their life. That, um, when people think, why me, that is a common, um, phrase that comes up. Well, why me? And so we work through that and we say, why not you like literally write me a list of reasons why you're not deserving of this. And then they're staring at the list going, you're right. I am deserving of this, but really just walking them through that and the self-esteem it's, that's one of the coolest things to see is that transformation, that mental transformation that they weren't expecting at all and how they just truly do love themselves and really believe in themselves so much more. And then they see more abundance coming back in because they are putting out that energy and they are getting that same energy back that they're putting out. Definitely. And so you said, you know, first step is to really start small and get those quick wins. Second step is to make sure that you're not taking advice from people that don't have that mindset. And and what other advice would you have? What other tips would you have, especially for people who are maybe thinking about starting their own business and they're stepping into that inconsistent income stage? The first thing I would say is to definitely get your personal finances in line. Because most people, when they are going to be self-employed or start a business, a lot of times you're not taking out a loan. You don't have a huge sum of money. You know, someone isn't just giving you money. You don't have an investor. So where you're funding your business from is your personal finances. So you need to have your personal finances really in tune for two reasons. One, for just taking care of your life in general, but two, for growing your business. Because at first, when you have more expenses than income coming in until you really get known in whatever you're doing or until your business really takes off, you need to know that for a period of time that you are going to be able to keep building your business, keep funding it, even when you're not seeing that income coming back to you right away. So that's the biggest thing that I see with anyone who's uh, really just still early in their journey of wanting to leave their nine to five, or they've just left their nine to five to pursue their business full time is really first right off the bat is dialing in those personal finances. So do a budget. 
Absolutely. And also knowing how to properly do a budget, because that's the problem is lots of people say, I've tried to budget. And this is what I want people to know is that it's not you. That's not the reason why you feel like you failed in the past. It's the system that you're taught and that you, you need to do, you need to be tracking your income, sorry, your income and expenses first before you ever do a budget. Cause what happens then is you write down these numbers and we're really good at knowing our fixed monthly expenses. So we write those down But then when it comes to our non-fixed and our non-recurring and random expenses, those we're not as good with. So we kind of put some numbers in, we try our best, but then at the end of the month, when we look and we compare our budget to what our bank says, and they look like two totally different things, we feel like we failed at it. And then we don't want to try it again because we feel like we've tried and failed. So I just want you to know before you set that budget is to already know where your money is going. And so when you think, well, how do I do that? The easiest thing that you can do, it's a free system and you don't have to count all of your receipts, you know, keep all of your receipts. You can use, it's called mint.com, M-I-N-T, and I highly recommend using it. You sync your accounts to it and then you can track your spending from there. You can already see the categories it's going to. So a lot of my clients are spending a lot more on food and groceries and eating out than they even imagined. Most of the time it's at least double. And right there, that could be a lot of money funding your business just from that one expense in itself. Definitely. Yeah. I've heard a lot about that website and you know, it's interesting in my previous career before I started my business, I worked for a finance company and a big part of it was about budgeting. And I noticed patterns in the beliefs of clients that would call, they would start off a phone call. And I saw, and I heard so many clients saying at the start of the phone call, oh, well, I've never been good with money. And you know, that belief, if they carry that belief throughout them, whether they're working with a coach or whether they're working with a company to help manage their money, if they still have that belief, then they're going to keep perpetuating that cycle. So I think, you know, doing the budget is so important. And I love that you're doing the mindset side of things as well, because without clearing that, it's it's not going to change anything long-term for the individual. So I think that is, is really important. And so then one thing I see as well with a lot of new people starting out in businesses is because they may be lacking in self-worth or they're not as confident about what they're doing and they're stepping into so much uncertainty. I see a lot of people wasting a lot of money on things that they don't need to spend money on. So, you know, they'll, they'll get the best possible website designer or they'll get the, the, um, all of the registrations and certificates and things like that. And, and then they'll think that they need to spend hundreds of dollars on business cards and banners and things like this. And these are all for me just sort of external representations that they don't feel confident in themselves and what they're doing. And I think, you know, there's a fine line when you're starting a business between how much you really have to spend and how much you can kind of just be you and back yourself in what you're doing and, and make sure that you're not, you know, wasting a lot of money on, on ex- extreme expenses that probably aren't going to make a big difference to the bottom line. So do you notice that, that people are kind of spending money in different places as well? Because, they there's there's sort of a disconnect between what's really needed when you're starting a business and what they perceive is needed to have a legitimate business what do you notice I absolutely what you just said I see Mm. that a lot and one of the first things is knowing that you don't have to know everything under the sun before beginning your business so maybe you don't need 14 different certifications and you don't need you don't need to be two years farther in your journey because you are you know two or three steps ahead of that person that 
you can help and just think about the past you because lots of people, you know, maybe they're helping someone with something that they were struggling with, but have overcame. Okay. So that person wants to work with you versus someone who maybe overcame that 10 years ago, because you're going to coach very, very differently. And you might be offering a lot of those things that they really need in the beginning versus that other person they might not even resonate with at all. And that other person might be giving more strategies or mindset for someone who is farther along in their journey. So just remembering who you are right now, you can help people. And there's a lot of people out there that you can help. So there's no scarcity thinking of that. And to not compare yourself, that's one of the biggest things also. I think too many people are comparing themselves with people who are doing something similar or other people that they see online. So they think this person has this and this and this. So I need that in order to be successful. Now they go, they get those things, they spend that money. And now they're in a place where they are feeling scarce, you know, because they are just beginning their business. And now they're beginning to have that doubt of whether or not they can do this as they see their, their bank account starting to come down because they don't have that income coming in yet. So just really know that who you are right today, you can make this happen. And that being resourceful is one of your best friends. There's a lot of things you can do to kind of bootstrap your business off in the beginning. And you should really focus on a lot of the things that are low cost that can build your business and thinking of it that way, because you don't need to, don't be thinking that, you know, you're going to be making um, six figures in six months. Cause when you aim towards that, then at the end of that six months, you're feeling really upset. You haven't got there. So just have that mindset of you're in this for the long run. Like you want to be able to help people for a long time, not just the next six months or a year. And it really just helps you to shift your perspective and what you think is the most important thing to do right now to really get your business up and going. Definitely. And, and making sure that you're building as you go as well. And as you said, like you don't have to have all of the qualifications. You can start now with what you know, because sometimes as well, it would mean that you would price yourself out of being able to work with the people that you could best serve right now. And so if, if you wait a year or two and some people as well, you know, they, they say, Oh, well, when I finished my degree or when I finished this in two or three years, then I'll start working with people and helping people. But you, you know, if you're listening to this, you, you can start now with who you are and what you're doing. And there would be people that you can serve and, and you can help most definitely whilst you're building that confidence and learning. And, and I believe that, you know, we attract the right people for us at the right level that we can help and vice versa. So you can just tell your passion and enthusiasm for this just bursting through the through the through the computer and it's such a good conversation and I know that there's there's so much that's in this you know this is a really important piece and I think you know feeling empowered about money is such a big step and and so many people have a lot of debt and I know you know in I know I've got a lot of clients in America and they have student loans and debts and things like that and that's it's still an issue in Australia but not to the degree that that it is over there and and so I think you know that that rut or that cycle people can get in of overspending or living week to week it's got to stop and at some point I suppose people you just have to make a decision to say this is going to be a different story for me moving forward and even though up till now this has been a challenge for me today is the day that things can be different and I can start to structure things and feel empowered to to move forward and make different choices and so I know that you've got a lot of resources on your Instagram and I'm going to get you to share your website with the listeners at the end of the interview but if, if people are wanting to talk with you about coaching as well you obviously work one-to-one but you've also got some programs online too tell us a bit about those yes yeah, so what I like to do is talk to people on the phone about where they're at now to see 
what their situation is so we can evaluate what is the best thing for them and for where it is that they want to go and what problems specifically that they want to work on right now. So I like to start everyone with one-on-one because we just, we look at their finances, we look at where they're at, and then I'm able to give them a plan for going forward. And then after that is where more of the actual accountability of working with them longer term for actually implementing the plan that I've given them as well as the mindset. Cause the mindset, I, I wished it was able to just completely, you know, change with one session, but we are we are working on things that for some people, you know, it's 30 or 40 years of negative self-talk or scarcity around money. So it's going to take some time to change those. So really, I, I like doing a lot of one-on-one because then people feel, they feel okay coming to me and opening up because it's very, it's private, it's confidential. But for people who aren't ready to do one-on-one or if they feel like, right now they're in a situation that they just can't afford that. That is totally okay. So I have a, it's called hack your expenses guide and that will walk them through all the ways that they can reduce their finances right now to improve their financial situation. Because a lot of people, they're in a spot where the gap isn't very big. And what the gap is, is the gap is the difference between your income and your expenses. And maybe you have a lot more expenses than income. So that is able to help you change that so it's more income and less expenses and the bigger that that gap is I feel like that's where your mental health really starts to improve and your stress really lowers and that the smaller that that gap gets and the closer that those two numbers are the more stress you'll feel so that helps that guide will help to walk you through all the ways to reduce your expenses that you would never think of excellent cool so, and you'll share details on how they can get access to that as well. So then what would be from your perspective as well, some of the best other ways that people can educate themselves? Like, are there any books that you just absolutely love that have changed your mindset or that have changed your clients' mindsets about money? Yes, I am huge into reading about money mindset because that's really where it starts. And the first book that I want to recommend is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read that one when I was a teenager and it really just changed how I viewed money completely. So I seen money as a different vehicle and I seen it from a different perspective of, you know, I knew that someday I didn't want to work for someone else that I wanted to work for myself and really build my dream. And so that book just really put it into perspective. And then the next one, is you are a badass at making money. That one, have you read that one by Jen Sincero? No, I haven't yet. Okay. That one is amazing. And she's got a ton of personality. It's really, really funny. So it really just makes money enjoyable, but it really starts to shift you from feeling that scarcity to that abundance. And so those are two books that I think would be really, really great to start reading. Awesome. Yeah. I've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and love it. Uh, And I'm going to get that. You are a badass at making money on my Audible next. So always love it. One that I just finished is Worthy by Nancy Levin. And that was really beautiful as well. I really enjoyed that one. And and, um, yeah, she's she's got a very beautiful perspective on that as well. So wonderful. So then, you know, what are you then really want like what's your vision for people with money what would you love to see from from the world and what would you love to see change in people's mindsets around money moving forward I would love to start with seeing a lot more financial literacy. So I would love to see people feeling confident with their money. I ask everyone who comes to me how they feel about their money and how confident they feel. And it's very, very, very low. And so I would love for starters for people to, you need money for absolutely everything in your life. And I don't want you walking around feeling 
like there's this one big part of your life that you don't feel confident at all. Cause it's not just money, but then it, it's a reflection because a lot of times we tie ego in with that. And then we feel like we're not confident about ourself and all these other areas. So the first thing would be just having this, having the financial knowledge and the skills, and then so they can really feel confident, but then it's also the money mindset. I want people to realize it actually is an abundant world. And there's so many people out there. There's so many things like just look all at nature and see how incredible it is. Like when you look at something and you go, I can't believe that this beautiful thing was put out here and this mountain is just this gorgeous and this water that just flows so freely, you know, and you can see that there's this river flowing down from the mountain and you would think that it would have to run dry, but you look at it and it is still flowing at full force. So know that the, the universe and this earth is so abundant and you are abundant and it would really just change how we, how we act and our behaviors as people. So I really wished that I could see a lot more of that. And I think it will in the years to come as more people are talking about money and not just from an educational standpoint, but from an emotional and a mental and how it just affects everything else in our lives. Like a very taking money a lot deeper than just money, numbers, and debt. And so people feel comfortable talking about it and knowing that the more communication you have about your money and with your money, that the more it's going to grow because what we track increases. So knowing that when you sit down with your finances, I want people to be really, really excited. Like I want people to have a smile on their face when they sit down and do their finances. So I tell all my clients to have money dates is what I call them. So instead of sitting down and dreading it, I want them to feel really abundant. So maybe put on some essential oils, put on some really nice, calm music, but just make it feel amazing when you are dealing with money because that is money is here to help us achieve all the things that we want to in our life and just to give us more options and opportunities. And so I just want you to feel really, really, really good about your money. Yes. Awesome. So that, that you can bring in more and you can then create a bigger difference. And I think that's the key is, you know, everyone listening to this and and the people that I have at my workshops or that get in touch with me, like the reason they want money or need money is because they have a dream or a vision that's going to help make this world a better place. And that's so why I'm so passionate about helping people to unblock these things as well is, you know, it's not like people listening to this podcast want money because they're going to go and, you know, ruin the rainforests or they're going to, you know, dig for oil off the coast of Australia or damage anything in this world. It's, it's probably to start or, or create more resources to be able to create a better and more positive impact in the world. And that's why I feel like it's important to channel money to people who are really going to be creating the change that this world is is shifting towards in the future and, and the years to come. But on a more individual level as well, I, I agree with you. You know, I don't believe that people are born to struggle and I believe that we all deserve to live our most fulfilling lives and money is an element of that. And it's, it's gotten so wrapped up in self-worth. It's gotten so wrapped up in, in even, you know, because it's energy, it, it also can be representative of how people are giving and receiving love. And when you said before, you know, a lot of women aren't that good at receiving money, then that indicates to me as well that we're more than happy to give our love and our energy away to others. But when it comes to receiving that, that, that there are blocks. And so, you know, there's, I think there's literally probably about 
10 or 20 different tabs that you've opened in this conversation that I really just want to encourage the listeners to to take some time to reflect on and to take these powerful tips and and make sure that you know you're taking advice from people that have got the mindset that you're wanting to adopt make sure you're getting your personal finances in line and and check out mint.com as well and create a budget and start really looking at where you're at and just starting small but knowing that just from today those habits that perhaps have been a little bit you know, running a little bit wild that they can, they can start to change and definitely start, you know, reading those books and, and getting in touch with Mandy as well, if they're wanting to work on a one-to-one basis and, and go a little bit deeper, because it, it's just going to open up so many doors and so many choices for you. So, so then where can people find you, Mandy? How can they get in touch with you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram and Mandy is actually spelt with two Y's. So it's M-A-N-D-Y-Y Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S. And that is the same for my website, www.mandythomas.com. And I would love if you took something from this podcast, please send me a message on Instagram or my website and just tell me what it was that was helpful for you or what it is that you're planning on working on. Cause I would love to hear that. And it's also just getting you to talk about your money more, even just sending that simple message just opens up that conversation for you to improve your finances in your life. Because I really just want you to start now right where you're at and just make those little changes. Brilliant. Ah, amazing. Well, thank you so much. This has just been such a burst of insight and inspiration and I really love what you're doing and thank you so much for sharing your time and your perspective with us. And I know that you're doing wonderful work in the world and, and that's going to continue to grow. And I just am sending you a lot of support from Australia and, um, and wishing you and all of your clients the best of financial success. And, and thank you so much for sharing everything that you have. Is there any last piece of advice or any last message that you'd love to share? Just that you are so abundant as you are right now and that I want you to feel good about money and to let everything from the past go, start fresh, start new and know that money can feel really, really good. And just working on that mindset piece that I know it might sound small, but it is, it is such a huge aspect. So just working on feeling abundant. And if you are ever saying that you've you're bad at managing money or money has been difficult for you in the past, just affirm to yourself and just say, I am a great money manager and start to rewrite your story with that. Great. And I love that, you know, so many people do gratitude journals. And so I reckon our challenge today from this interview is for everyone listening today, instead of a gratitude journal, perhaps write, I am abundant because, or I am abundant in these ways and just write out, you know, some lines about all of the ways that you're abundant and and start spreading that message throughout your subconscious mind and, and into your mindset and into your day as well. And even just getting into nature and noticing how abundant this universe is, as you said. So thank you so much and uh, really appreciate your your time. And if you want to get in touch with Mandy, you can find her details. The the links to her site as well will be in the show notes too. So thank you again, Mandy. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.